Welcome back to another episode of Good Skin Circle. I am your host, Ashley Curtis, aka Ageless Ashley on Instagram and now on threads. And today's solo podcast episode is all about my personal experience planning an event that had to be canceled and the tools I used to navigate through it. I always say the lessons that we learn the hard way are the ones that always stick. So this episode is a tribute to that and really my way of synthesizing the entire experience, packaging it up, and putting a pretty pink bow on it for you, the listeners, the people that have been here to support me from the beginning of this podcast and to the people who are just finding us now. I do have to quickly shout out my community and everyone who's personally reached out to me these past few weeks with really heartfelt, incredible messages of comfort and love and nothing but support. You are the reasons for this season in my life, which is truly all about connection and creating more space for collaboration, for growing together, and for helping one another whenever we can. I love you guys so much. And without further ado, let's get into it. Good morning, everyone. It is 7:30 a.m. on Sunday morning. And I just walked down to my studio because I always feel my best in the early morning and wanted to really take advantage of this time. Uh, I usually get most of my like office admin busy work done in the morning so that I can like relax in the afternoon, do self-care, you know, take my dog for a walk, do all of the things that nourish me in the later afternoon because my energy levels tend to be a little bit lower. So first tip, (laughs) I guess that that's a good first tip. If you don't already do this, um, make sure you're paying attention to when, you know, your energy levels and when you're feeling your personal best. Um, I think that's the beauty of being in in business is that we can really decide our work hours and we can create our schedules around our energy, which is so beautiful. Um, And if you're not doing that already, I highly encourage you to start doing that. Um, It's made a tremendous, tremendous difference in my own life um, and in my work and Anyway, rambling. So I've been thinking about this podcast for a few days. I posted on Instagram about it. Um, I'm going to get to some of those questions uh, at the end, but it just hasn't felt like the right time. And uh, then I got distracted with the new Instagram app called Threads, which you're probably already well aware of if you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) It's actually been so great uh, getting to connect deeper with the community there and share insights without the distraction of video and audio. I am definitely more of a reading and writing and taking notes kind of learner. And it honestly just feels really lighthearted over there. So if you haven't taken a dive into threads yet, I highly encourage you to do that. Um, At least go check it out. Um, go join some of the fun conversations and threads that I'm starting over there. Today, I wanted to get uh, vulnerable and share about my 
personal experience planning and having to cancel our Las Vegas event and how it really felt like a big turning point for me in many ways uh, in my career and in my personal life. And just share with you some of the lessons and tools that being in business has given me over the years that helped me navigate the entire situation because I think that it's so relevant. And in doing this, I just hope that it might be able to help someone else who's working through the tougher, um, stickier parts of business ownership or maybe planning events. I feel like this could be really relevant for anyone who's like planning a retreat or, you know, uh, just keeping some of these things in mind. Um, Just to give you guys a little bit of context, um, when we started planning the Vegas event, uh, which was supposed to be... um, a couple of weeks ago, a bubbles and business networking event that Golden Experience Guide, my learning platform, my digital learning platform was going to sponsor. When we started talking about it uh, months and months and months and months ago, you know, we really wanted to make it a retreat. And uh, we talked about, you know, selling high high cost tickets and, you know, having speakers and having a yoga instructor and, you know, having lots of fun stuff for the people who decided to come, uh, lots of educational group activities and so on and so forth. You get the idea. Um, I'm seeing a lot of these retreats pop up now, which is so cool. And I actually plan, I'm planning on going to a few of them, um, coming up in the near future. So I'm excited to kind of go as as the quote unquote student before I attempt to do something like that. But that was the original idea for this event was to make it like that. And um, shout out to my good friend, Ashley Melcher, aka Wax That Ash. When uh, we were talking about it, she, you know, she was like, it sounds great, but like, what if we just do a bubbles and business event or like a day event? And so that's the direction we went in and it felt right for me. And I was so happy that she kind of brought my (laughs) big ideas back down to earth because the platform is still fairly new. You know, we just hit our year mark and we're just starting. It's just starting to feel like we have a really solid community and Um, We're so community focused that, you know, having a retreat with really high cost tickets, it just didn't feel in alignment with my values and with the values of Golden Experience Guide right now, because it just didn't feel like the right time for us, Um, you know, and that's that's the reality of it. And so when Ashley was like, we should make it a day thing and make it really casual and not put too much pressure on ourselves. I was like, yes, like this sounds awesome. You know, maybe we'll sell like 10 tickets or, you know, I didn't, I didn't even have any idea how big it would get. We ended up selling, you know, over 40 tickets and it's, it ended up getting a lot bigger than, um, I had originally set out to do, which is so cool. But, um, again, (laughs) things didn't really go as planned. And I just want to point out that not putting 
too much on your plate and really listening to the feedback from the people around you when you are planning and setting goals for yourself and groups, especially in a big group or a team or a community setting. Um, you know, had this been a retreat and it had to get canceled, it could have been bigger and more catastrophic if there was more pressure to perform, um, like with a retreat, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So these are all things that, you know, I was so grateful for when we were going through it, that it didn't get to that bigger um, scale. And (laughs) thank God it didn't, but, you know, we didn't end up being able to have the event. Uh, there were lots of issues with the Airbnb that we rented for the event. Uh, the way they marketed it was really just not anything like it when we got there. And we were having trouble with ownership and <clears throat> air conditioning and the fridge wasn't working. And you know there were just so many things that when we got there, it just didn't feel like the right place. Uh, but anyway, back to my point, feedback is critical and being open to it throughout the entire process of planning is going to make you feel less isolated if things don't go as planned. Um, we did the best we could. We thought through the things we worked on this together. It's a little, a little less accountability. I'm all about accountability. You guys, you know that, um, but having, you know, your team involved, it, it kind of helps soften the blow, you know, if things don't go as you think they will go. So stay open, stay open to feedback, stay open to, um, communication from the people around you that are doing the things with you, right? Whether that be your community, your team, et cetera. I think this is such, um, such a critical component, honestly. So that's my first big tip. Um, my next thing that I wanted to go into is that when I was growing up, my dad always told me to have a plan B. It's something that I usually stick to pretty adamantly. uh, And I think that it's important. But as I go deeper into business and get, you know, a little more focused on what I really want. I think there's something really powerful about what Napoleon Hill said in his book that I love called Think and Grow Rich. I just want to read that excerpt from him because I know you guys will love it. I wrote it down to read it here. So uh, here it is. (laughs) A long while ago, a great warrior had to make a decision which ensured his success on the battlefield. He was about to send his armies against a powerful foe whose men outnumbered his own. He loaded his soldiers into boats, sailed to the enemy's country, unloaded the soldiers and equipment, and then he gave the order to burn the ships that he'd carried them on. (laughs) How stressful. Uh, Addressing his men before the first battle, he said, you see the boats going up in smoke. That means that we cannot leave the shores alive unless we win. We now have no choice. We win or we perish. They won. Every person who wins in any undertaking must be willing to burn his ships and cut all sources of retreat. Only by doing so can one be sure of maintaining that state of mind known as a burning desire to win essential to success. So that was the excerpt from the book. Um, And so in business, you can see how this can be really 
a powerful thing. And I've really started implementing it more and more. And I really try to lean into it. Um, And it has been powerful for me personally in many other situations. But in this particular situation, I think it could have been super beneficial for me to have that plan B, that backup plan of some kind, or I guess thoughtfully planned through some of the obstacles and variables that we went through while we were there. But I am a firm believer that experience is the best teacher. And who knows, maybe I wouldn't be here sharing this podcast episode if everything went as I'd originally planned. This actually leads me into something else that I really wanted to touch on today, which is nuance. And Having the ability to appreciate gray areas and really just understand that not everything is so black and white in business and that sometimes the gray areas are where we learn the most, where we're able to see things from a lens of empathy and compassion. Even when we don't agree with everything that's happening, this is nuance. Uh, Nuance in practice is defined by being aware of the subtle and often complex qualities, aspects, or distinctions in concepts, conversations, and presentations, as well as individuals and their opinions based on their own lived experience. Nuance is really something I've grown to appreciate more and more in business and being able to appreciate nuance is really where the magic lives for me, you guys. The magic in connection, the magic in working through differences, the magic in ultimately overcoming obstacles and getting to the other side of them uh, with my head held high, at least, um, knowing that I am that I am living inside of my own values and that not Everyone has to see eye to eye with those values. Um, it's just so important. And I don't talk about it enough, but I I think about it all the time. And it is something that helped me through this particular situation over and over and over again. <laughs> the, the nuance just kept coming up. And I just had to keep seeing it from the lens of, you know, not everything is going like I thought it would. And Um, disheartening. Yes. There were so many disheartening times, things that are still affecting me, uh, personally, but you know, I'm working through them and I chose not to react in this situation. You know, like I being the one who was organizing the whole thing, there was so much pressure to kind of keep things running, um, even though they weren't going as planned. And so I think just having that nuanced perspective really helped me through those difficult times and continue to do so. Uh, Our core values are really what we should be centering our plans around. It's why I started this podcast a few years ago, um, really to talk with other professionals and connect with people from all walks of life about their value system and how it relates to how they run their businesses. I know from my own experience that when you plan anything and if you're able to center those plans around your values, it will always, always, always work out in the end. It may not be the way that you'd planned and it may not always be fun or pretty or (laughs) rainbows and butterflies getting there, but you'll never regret the decisions that you make that 
are in alignment with your own values, your beliefs, and what you know in your heart to be true. Your intuition is so strong. And so during these chaotic times in business, it's really important to pay attention. Pay attention to how you're feeling, what you know your body is telling you, what your mind is telling you, your inner voice, your inner dialogue. Um, this is such a big part of living authentically and something I'm really passionate about teaching to others because it's something that I struggled with for so long in my life uh, during my childhood and even in my early adulthood. You'll never be left behind or miss out on anything that's meant for you when you are living inside of a life that is authentically your That should always be our quote unquote plan, our guiding light. Um, It's already inside of us. And it's honestly just a matter of trusting the voice within that's looking out for our best interests and highest vibrations and really embodying our beliefs. Before we go, I wanted to answer a few questions from my Instagram post I made about this episode. The first question was from Alex Pentecost, and she asked, or she said, please talk about setting goals for employees. I love this question, Alex. Thank you for asking, and I think it's such a great question. It's so important um, when we're building a team to have goals in place for them um, because ultimately the goals that you create for them are your goals for your business. I always say, you know, when you're hiring team, it's your needs need to be met first and then their needs are met based on their merit. So there's something really uh, important to be said for, you know, don't focus so much on the goals for your employees. What are your goals with even having employees? So I pose that question first to you, Alex. What are your goals for your employees? Because if you're curious on how to motivate your employees to reach your goals, then I think that's another topic of conversation that we can get into maybe on threads. Um, <laughs> but I think you know having a very clear expectation outlined before you hire team for what your goals are for them is so important. Um, I would say monetary goals are the first thing. Uh, You definitely want to have, you know, what, how many clients do I want my new employee to have at the end of uh, this month, this quarter, this year? Like you have, you should have benchmarkers, right? Like, Four weeks in, I want them to be 10% booked, 20% booked. And I think um, checking in, the checkpoint, so vital. Uh, monthly meetings, weekly touch bases, you know, writing emails. I think there's something to be said for written and verbal communication. Um, writing a lot of the communication that you're sending out verbally and just reiterating because sometimes that's how people learn. That's how I learn um, is reading and writing. So rather than just telling someone what what their goals are, write it down, you know, put it in an email for them and then check in every week or every month or whatever feels organically uh, you and whatever feels good for your business. But I think, you know, having the number goals, how many clients, um, the percentage, I think is so important, you know, holding them accountable. That's your job as the boss, as the business owner. It's like, 
okay, if we don't reach these numbers, these goals, why? Like what's going on? It's deconstructing uh, really what's happening behind the scenes. So anyway, I'm rambling. I hope that was helpful. Let's talk about it in threads, Alex. I think this is a great topic. Um, Crystal Beauty asked, the thing I struggle with most is choosing if I want to work on my business or in my business. Um, You know, she kind of elaborated a little bit more and said it's something that she's been toggling with for a long, long time. And I feel for her um, when I was reading this, I was like, yeah, I mean, I think that's just the struggle. That's the that's the ultimate struggle as providers as we're always, especially if you're good and you're really passionate about what you do, it's so hard to peel yourself away from the treatment room. Um, I know for me personally, it's this has been a struggle for me. Um, you know, I'm focused on golden experience guide and I love the community and I love serving the community and everything that we're building um, for you guys. But I struggle with, you know, peeling myself back from the treatment room. So I understand what you're asking. And she mentioned, I I know it's imperative to work on my business um, in order to grow. I would say, you know, if you're focused on growing your business or if you want to like franchise your business or you want to start opening up multi-site locations more than just the one location, you really have to start hiring people. Um, I have to do just a little plug for your hiring guide uh, that is available on Golden Experience Guide. It is, a course, a masterclass that Danielle Stead and I did together um, all about hiring team. And I would say even just taking that course, I think is going to be really eye-opening for you if you're in a place of you know wanting to work more on your business. Uh, that way you can get providers in. It sounds like you have the goal of wanting to kind of sit back and, you know, be be behind the scenes a little bit more, um, pulling the strings. So I would say it's probably time to hire someone, honestly, hire a provider, hire um, some admin help assistance. I don't know if you have employees or not. Again, I think this could be a cool conversation on threads. <laughs> I'll start a thread for this one too. Um just to kind of get everyone's insight. I think the power of community and everyone's insight could be really valuable for this one as well. But yeah, think about hiring, take the course. I think it could be so valuable for you. I have been thinking more about all the upcoming stuff in Golden Experience Guide, and I'm so excited to share all the newness that is on the horizon for us. Uh, I will be speaking at Aesthetic Next coming up in September in Dallas, Texas. I'm so excited. I'll be talking all about how to provide the golden experience and then Dun, 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 dun. I will be talking about how to build community over competition. So excited for this talk. This is the talk that I was going to do in Vegas. It will be available on goldenexperienceguide.com very soon. So those of you who can't go to Aesthetic Next or those of you who couldn't come to Vegas, um, you'll be able to actually purchase it. And then those of you who did have a ticket for Vegas will be able to uh, just view it and have have it, have lifetime access to it. So I'm so excited for you guys. This has been, this has been a good episode. I've been, like I said, I've been thinking about this for a while. So very happy that you decided to hit play today. Thank you for joining me. And I hope that you all have a beautiful week. Happy Sunday. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely share it with a friend 
or with a colleague or with anyone who could benefit. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and tag us on Instagram at Good Skin Circle. See you next week.